0: Okay, so good evening everyone. It's uh, another Saturday night at Abhayagiri. And uh, this evening I thought I'd share a a sutta, very short, but I thought, short sometimes, isn't Short and sweet. Uh, sutta that I uh, um, came across reading this past week. I thought, well, oh, that's. Uh, I was. I liked it anyway. Um, but it's uh, the Sutta is Sukha Somanasa Sutta, so the 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 discourse on happiness and joy. Uh, so who doesn't want to know about happiness and joy? Mm-hmm. The uh, and the Buddha um, again. It's a it's a it's a short sutta. <clears throat> the Buddha says when a when a monk's when a monk has six things, they're full of um, full of happiness and joy, and they have laid the groundwork for. The ending of the, of the defilements, Uh, sort of the, uh, because it isn't always the case that you get happiness and joy, and then you're actually laying the groundwork for, for ending the defilements. Uh, And there can be a, um, one can, there's all sorts of ways to look for happiness and joy, and I guess get more and more uh, confused and and frustrated, and and uh, um, you know, create create dukkha for oneself and for others, so that uh, um, so the Buddha has said what six? Um, and The Buddha says when when a monk enjoys. So it's six things that. Uh, lead to happiness enjoying the present life and that uh, uh, <coughs> uh, lay the groundwork for ending the, the defilements, freeing the heart from defilements, from the asavas. Uh, when a monk enjoys the teachings, when a monk enjoys meditation, when a monk enjoys giving up, uh, when the monk enjoys uh, solitude, the monk enjoys uh, kindness, uh, when a monk enjoys non-proliferation. And uh, so these are, uh, each one of them are you know, wonderful things to be considering. And, and so that uh, um, uh, enjoying Enjoying the teaching, and the 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 word in is is aramo, ar- that's to enjoy, to delight in. So dhamma ramo, uh, to uh, to enjoy, to delight in the teachings, and and uh, I think it's, uh, it's reflecting on the the teachings to uh, just one—just how fortunate we are to to have come across uh, the the teachings, the dhamma that the Buddha uh, laid out—that are <coughs> there are they are so clear and are a direct path for for uh, for freeing the heart from defilements <coughs> and uh, the Buddha. Um, you know, teaches, uh, you know, so often that, that you, know, I, you know, I teach only two things, and Duk- the ending of dukkha. Um, so, this is a, um, so that's a, another way of putting it. Um, yes, the, uh, what he teaches is, the things that, that lead to happiness and joy, and the ending of the of the, uh, of the defilements. So it's a, uh, that, that, w- that willingness to explore the teachings and to, to, to try to really understand the Dhamma and try to become as familiar as possible as one can with the with the different expressions of the Dhamma and certainly they, because one recognizes that the, uh, uh, the Buddha taught uh, to many different people on many different occasions uh, over a lo- very long period of time. So there's a huge body of teachings uh, that uh, are, uh, it's, it's not just a, a, a rote uh, thing that you memorize, but you actually have to pay attention to how to use the teachings, uh, how, to, what, what, how to apply the teachings, um, and how to understand the teachings in their appropriate, for their appropriate purpose. Um certainly, some, some of the teachings are for um, happiness and well-being in the in the present life. Um, and the aspects of, uh, say, of of generosity, of of virtue, of integrity, um, uh, of 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 uh, drawing close to to uh, good spiritual. Friendships, those are, bring about a happiness and well-being in the present life, and, you know, and they do lay the groundwork for for uh, for ending the defilements. Um, but also, but then there's also the aspects of, say, refined aspects of of uh, uh, the. Uh, um, characteristics of of the, say Anicca Dukkha universal characteristics uh, of all experience, whether it's uh, internal, external, far, or near, gross or subtle, uh, it is all you know, impermanent, unsatisfactory, not self. It can't be any other way. And to to really be reflecting on that, also just the teachings that the Buddha gives on the the uh, causal process, the dependent uh, uh, interdependent nature of things, and dependent origination. How does that process work? And the Buddha's laid that out in a in a very beautiful way, recognizing that all things arise from a from a cause and anything that arises from a cause as the the cause for its dissolution is there as well and uh, how to understand that process so they were relying on the teachings to to understand the nature of our experience and um, and then recognizing that that within all of that experience, there is a fundamental quality of, of, of knowing uh, of a fundamental wisdom, transcend, transcendent wisdom, uh, that uh, it doesn't need to be entangled. Uh, in the process of I-making and mind-making, uh, and the underlying tendencies to, to conceit. It's just, everything can be known, uh, and can be let go of, uh, Of course, these these qualities, these six qualities, there's never really, there's going to be some overlap with them. Um, And the, uh, so that to enjoying uh, meditation, the bhavana ramo. Uh, So the bhavana as a um, meditation is maybe a Uh, a a narrower word, bhavana is a much broader word in in the Pali in terms of mental development, cultivation, practice. I mean, uh, it's a good, uh, a good enough word that this is our Dhamma practice. But it it does, you know, the training, uh, so that enjoying the training, enjoying the um, the reality that uh, this heart can be trained—we're um, uh, not—we're uh, not helpless victims of circumstance. Um, we can—we can, we can a- affect uh, our experience through directing attention and skillfully uh, knowing and understanding the nature of our experience, and so that there's a, and being willing to, being willing to train, enjoying the training, and uh, recognizing that sometimes there is, there's a challenge, sometimes you get, I and mean, sometimes one just gets bored, <laughs> and you think, but and, and uh, or frustrated um, why why don't why don't i why 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 aren't i peaceful quicker yeah. it's always a classic uh, question on retreats so, you know kind of what's the isn't there a quicker way than this? <laughs> so that, uh, and, uh, but that uh, 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 recognizing that there's, uh, there's taking an interest in the training is, and taking an interest in, in the process of the mental development, the training of the heart, uh, that there is a lot of of joy because it's it's you. There's a there's a confidence that comes, and yeah, this 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 can be done, and and even if sometimes it's difficult or sometimes it is frustrating, it's still interesting. Um, I guess something that uh, I mean this coming range retreat, I'll be, will be my 50th year as a monk. And, and, uh, you know, I'm still interested in Dhamma. <laughs> it's, I find it really interesting. Uh, whereas, like, uh, before I ordained, I mean, I was, was just so bored with everything. <laughs> i found everything just just kind of boring and meaningless um, and yeah. but with 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 uh, that, that, that sense of enjoying the bhavana, enjoying the meditation and it doesn't mean that my mind is peaceful every time i sit and it isn't it doesn't mean that that uh, um, my mind is wonderfully tractable and and follows my every wish it 's not the case, um, but it 's interesting and it's it's it 's really in encouraging to recognize that this human heart can be trained it has the capacity uh, to rest in in, in awareness, rest in the knowing, uh, and that is, is the place where, where all, mm, you know, say, all, 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 letting go of defilement takes place, is in the knowing. Uh, and, and it is some, it, it is an aspect of mm, experience that uh, is, it's intrinsic to that experience. Just being with, you know, being with the knowing. Um, resting in the quality of clarity and, and stillness that is is, is present. Um, and, and, of course, it's, it it, we have to learn, and this is part of the bhavana, learning how to incline the heart in the right. Because we can, yeah, we can certainly bark up a whole lot of wrong trees. Um, but uh, when we start looking for for dhamma, looking for peace, looking for freedom in the right places, uh, it's been there waiting for us all the time. Um, uh, just this, this is just uh, taking it, yeah, enjoying, uh, delighting in uh, this, this, this training, and the practice, the bhavana, um, the, the delighting and giving up. Uh, so giving up is, is pahana, uh, pahana-rama. Um, and and of course that is the duty responsibility uh, that we have to uh, to the second noble truth. Um, when when the Buddha lays out the four noble truths um, in the Dhammacakkappavattana Sutta, then he also gives um, a what's the appropriate response or the appropriate duty to each of the Global truth, so that the the cause uh, of uh, uh, of uh, suffering, the second global truth, and the origin of suffering, is uh, tanha, craving, and, and craving is to be abandoned. So uh, and so that gi- giving up abandoning, uh, relinquishing, letting go of. um, And uh, uh, so that enjoying the giving up of the craving, enjoying the giving up of proliferation, enjoying giving up the the complication and difficulty, enjoying giving up dukkha, uh, that's not so easy. Um, Because so much of our identity is actually about, uh, uh, you know, our personality. And and our personality is fraught with being miserable and complicated. And and just to give it up, you know, this is just looking at this wall of blankness. What would I be if I give up my my all of my my my, my complications and difficulties um, well, you might even be peaceful and happy <laughs> but but it's, it can be terrifying <laughs> so that uh So that sense of, so recognizing that there's, yeah, enjoying the the giving up, enjoying the the challenge of relinquishment. Um, What does it take to to actually live simply? What's it take to, 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 to be peaceful? What's it take to, and of course we, there's a series of giving up and relinquishment and, and letting go. Uh, and it's not a it's not a pushing away it's not an annihilating it's not an aversion to anything it's like recognizing that when something is problematic difficult heavy to give it up brings a kind of lightness and spaciousness of the heart that when something is agitating and, 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 and and weighs the heart down. It's the, uh, the, 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 the the path is one of giving up and relinquishing and letting go. And, and that's where the, where the peace is and the sense of, of contentment and well-being. So that, you know, the heart experience is tremendous joy and happiness uh, in that letting go in that relinquishment and it's not you know it's not a one shot deal uh, it's it's an it's on, ongoing willingness to to let go to put it down uh, and and to to give attention to the to the enjoying of of, of giving up. Um, and again, it's not a giving up out of kind of an abject rolling over and dying type of giving up. It's more it's a, a, a recognition of, oh yeah, this just, is just a, a treat to be able to not make a problem with this. It's a treat not to have to carry that, that, that attachment around or that mood uh, around such a it's a it's a real gift to oneself and and the others and, and so that 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 yeah. enjoying giving up uh, enjoying solitude Pa we um and we wake us like solitude seclusion. Um, a simplicity. Um, so there is a, uh, enjoying, uh, enjoying, enjoying that, that sense of um, seclusion and solitude, delighting in, um, because there's a, you know, it's a very human tendency to, uh, you no, know, our relationships and our our uh, engagement with the world is very nourishing and nurturing, but then it can also get way out of balance, uh, and and end up just yeah you know, complicated and messy and and. Uh, and difficult and fraught. And, um, and so that they, the delighting in, in seclusion, um, being content, so, could, content to be with oneself, content to be in a quiet place, content to be in a, a, a place of, uh, uh, and be in circumstances where one isn't being constantly impinged on in the senses, where one's not looking out to the senses, that looking for stimulating sight, sound, smells, taste, touch, um, not having to be, say, reinforced in, in one's relationships by other people all the time. Um, there's an independence and a, an inner contentment that is um, is really suitable for our, our cultivation and, and our our growth in, uh, in 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 clarity. And again, it's not not that one pushes away um, people or is averse to people because that I mean that is a Um, I mean that in itself is a a complication and defilement trying to control everything so that it's exactly the way you you want it all the time Um, that's that's not very useful Uh, in fact it's not even possible Uh, it's a good way to create Create suffering for oneself, uh-huh. uh, but that still the delighting in solitude. But then also recognizing that, you no, know, really. As soon as one returns one's attention to the uh, 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 say something simple like the breath or or just the simplicity of of stillness within each exper- each moment uh, even when there's something going on that one doesn't need to get entangled in it. one doesn't need to react to it. One can stay with the knowing, and stay with this quality of awareness and and, and stillness. And that quality of stillness is there all the time. Is it? Are we willing to enjoy it, um, or do we react out of desire or aversion to? to people or circumstances. So that enjoying the seclusion, uh, I mean, it's always good to have supportive conditions, but it doesn't necessarily mean that one has to, like I think of uh, uh, some of the people I've known who are, say, the most content and still and people um, you know, they're not like uh, the first person that comes to mind of course is Lumpa Liam. i mean he's one of the most still and s- silent people, but he's right in the middle of everything um, and uh and does a does a great job of it um Looking after a, a really large community uh, and taking on res- the responsibilities with the communities as well as the the actual physical monasteries. Uh, and I mean, there's there must be over a couple hundred. Branch monasteries of Wat in just in Thailand, and whenever there's a problem, it's go to Lumphini. <laughs> this, this is always the case, and, you know, and even for our communities, uh, things ha- in in, in the, uh, uh, I mean, what is there about twenty five branch monasteries in the west. Uh, and similarly, something, some, something starts going pear-shaped and you know, well, 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 go see Lomba <laughs> And And, uh, but he's, he's, you know, I never see him sort of shaken or moving, moved by anything. Um, of course, Lomba Chao was very similar. Um, in different, per, very different personality, uh, but you know, he was never. That was one of the the qualities that really drew me to want to stay with him, to train with him, because it was he was obvious in obviously like right in the middle of this community of monks and nuns and novices and bakaus, anagarikas, lay men, lay women coming. And, and, uh, and he was the still center within it all. Even though he be, could be quite, in, I mean, he was incredibly engaging as a personality, but it, it never felt that he was shaken by anything is always solid and still. And then, enjoying solitude, sort of like that that quality of seclusion within the heart. Uh, It doesn't have to push anything away. Uh, Can just be, 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 engaged with that, that, that seclusion, that stillness. And it's an, on a certain level, I mean, you, you, on a logical level, it's, it seems impossible and paradoxical. But, that's certainly the, the that, 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 that's the nature of the, of the Dhamma. Sometimes it, uh, it is a bit paradoxical, but, that's how it works. So that the enjoying, um, you know, the, the enjoying seclusion, stillness, solitude. Um, the fifth quality is, um, let's say, the monk in, in has joy and happiness in this present life, and lays the groundwork for <clears throat> for the ending of defilements. They enjoy kindness. Um, and say, uh, and the the word is ab, ab, abhiabhihapacha. Abhyap, they enjoy kindness. So it's like non ill will. It's, it's in the like in the uh, um, um, the eightfold path of of the uh, uh, of right intention. There's the three right intentions. Uh, the intention of of renunciation. Uh, Nekamma. uh, Nekamma sankhapa. Abhayabhada sankapa Avihingsah sankhapa. So, uh, Abhayabhada is like non-ill-will, non-aversion. The sense of, and that's always talked about as the foundation for loving kindness. Umihingsa is like for the non-harming, uh and as the foundation for compassion. Um and but that uh, and of course non ill will, non aversion is is uh, um in some ways it's hard to separate from that non-harming as well, but it is it's a specific um, inclination and uh, to not not to be drawn into negativity, not to yeah, not to not to enjoy. Because we can enjoy going on rants of aversion and 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 self-righteous, c- critical uh, kind of of uh, assessments of um, the world around us, the people around us, and our and, and ourselves as well, um, and. Uh, and it's just that, yeah, that doesn't bring joy and happiness in the present moment. It doesn't lay the groundwork for for uh, of ending defilements. Uh, but that, that that enjoyment of of of, of kindness, of non aversion, non ill will, uh, that that sense of kindness, because out of kindness comes. Comes generosity, out of kindness. Comes and you know, compassion, out of kindness. Comes, comes a sense of warmth and, and well-being, and a sense of that sense of well-wishing that one has for oneself and for others, and so that enjoying that, um, not, not feeding. So, again, that sense, it's so easy to, especially in, um, sort of, seemingly, in, in modern times, it's just like the, the, uh, the seeds of negativity are not very, they seem to be spread pretty broadly. And, but, you know, in the human condition, that's certainly the case. It's, it's, um, we get more, 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 I say, more excited or excitable, or around the, the the critical or the negative. Um, I mean that's the uh, the classic um, uh, axiom in 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 say in news media. Yeah. If it if it bleeds, it leads. If it's if it's negative, if it's, you're gonna get you're gonna attract attention more quickly. Uh, it doesn't yeah it doesn't bring much joy and happiness, but it sells. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Which isn't our focus in in uh, in our Buddhist practice. We want to find ways to to support joy and happiness, and and to lay a really solid groundwork for ending defilements. The last quality, the last thing that that, uh, uh, the Buddha points to is uh, nipapancharamo, And papancha is mental proliferation. And so nipapancha is sort of non-proliferation. Uh, another translation is like non-complication. Um, and so that that the, the mind that adds things on in Thai, the uh, the word uh, for. Papancha is prungtang, which means like to embellish um, and to add extra sauces to things. Uh, and uh, yeah, just things get complicated and difficult and messy because if it, a, it would have been so straightforward if it were simple, but then we, we, we proliferate. And uh, we and it's like the uh, uh, that the in, in, in the teachings the Buddha points to the, Papancha dhammas the things that proliferate the mind as tanha, mana and ditti. So tanha of course desire craving. Yeah, you know, we we proliferate from craving. We're thinking in terms of wanting, not wanting. Uh, how, how? What? If only I had this, I'd be happy. Uh, if only I could get rid of that. If only it weren't this way. Uh, if only the world were this way, then then it would all be good. And you think, well, no, that's a proliferation. Um, the mana is <clears> that sense of of identification with with. With self, with personality, uh, conceit, uh, and the comparing of oneself to others, uh, and the mind proliferates. We try to see when one you know, looks at others and worries about being uh, inferior, or trying to prop up oneself. I'm, I'm just as good as them, or there. Not only that, I'm better than that. It's a, there's constant uh, uh, personality trying to establish itself. Uh, And, but that's mana. It's a conceit. Uh, And identifications with all the aspects of personal, whether it's, say, the body, one's age, one's gender, uh, one's Lack of gender, and so, you know, all, all the uh, the uh, all the possibilities uh, are a, a proliferation. Um, and it's not that such things don't exist. So, yeah, here we are. We're, we're uh, say a say particular gender of a certain age, it's conditioned in a certain way, but to feed it and to believe in it and proliferate around it is complicating. Uh, And the purpose of the Buddhist teachings is to incline to peace, incline to, to incline to Nibbana seeking that, this is peaceful, this is sublime. And that's, that's where you want to be inclining the heart. So that relinquishing of, of proliferation. And the, the last one of the, the thing that proliferates the mind, a ditti, the views, the opinions, the endless sort of who's right, who's wrong, who's good, who's bad. This is how you do it. This is not how it should be done. This is how the dhamma should be, (laughs) Uh, and this is how you should be. (laughs) So this is just a a, a view, an opinion, a proliferation, Uh, and you know all proliferations are insubstantial. There's no substance to them. You don't need to have substance to create, create dukkha. It's, it's it's created out of smoke and mirrors. And (laughs) to see through it and to to let it go, to relinquish, to delight in non-proliferation, to delight in non-complication. That's what takes one to, you know, true happiness and peace. So these, uh, I, I was particularly struck by this suttas and just, you know, six things that, that uh, um, are conducive to joy and happiness in the present life and the laying the foundation of any of the defilements the, you know, the enjoying dhamma, enjoying meditation, enjoying solitude, enjoying giving up, enjoying kindness, enjoying uh, the uh, non-proliferation. So I'll offer that for reflection this evening.